We moved, and as we got closer I could hear their voices. They weren't quite yelling at each other across the chain link, but it was a close thing. Still, nobody had their guns at the ready position, so it hadn't turned violent yet. I could pick out Wright by his body language and the fact that he looked like an old cowboy in profile. Wide shoulders, narrow at the hip, with the broad hat of the sheriff's department on his head. All we want is some place to hold us over for the night, one of the men said, in a tone that was neither asking nor pleading. There's no room here. Farm's closed anyway. Just move on, Wright told him. It might just be better if y'all moved on, a familiar voice drawled. I walked over and stood next to Wright and got a good look at the hombres across the fence's big gate. I'd been right about the numbers. Thirteen men stood there, armed with a hodgepodge of weapons. Most of them wore jeans and flannel shirts, with a few in sweat-stained t-shirts. A few old pickups had stopped in a line on the long driveway, sorghum planted on either side of the ruts. Maybe it'd be better off if you helped folks. I mean, you're the cops. It's your job to protect and serve. We just need a place for the night. Then for the second time I realized something. I'd been used to seeing the sheriff's men, Steve included, being generally clean-shaven, or at least with deliberate facial hair. These men not only were clean-shaven, but their clothing was without dust or grime, and their haircuts were all close-cropped. "'Where'd you come from?' I asked, startling the man next to me. "'And what brings you to these parts?' I felt Courtney give a little tug on my belt, letting me know she was still there to back me up, literally. The man next to me turned, and I saw the bruised and bloodied face of Scott from earlier. He blanched slightly when he realized he was standing beside me. I gave him a nod and turned to see what they had to say. We were just talking about that with the deputies here. Who the hell are you? he snarled. The Avon lady, I replied. The thing about playing a good bluff is you have to be willing to actually go through with it. My measured response to the man, while standing shoulder to shoulder with the deputies, and I was in plain clothing, had to make them wonder who I was to these people. "'You in charge around here?' another man asked in a slightly accented voice. It was supposed to sound southern, but it was off. Everyone thinks they can pick out accents. What really throws things is when a German first-language speaker teaches a Russian first-language speaker English. To make things worse, the garbled accent was trying to sound like a local dialect, and it was making things all sorts of confusing. That's what I heard, though, someone who spoke English with a British accent trying to sound like a Nashville country singer, and failing badly. Nope, I'm not, I said, almost jumping when a loud gunshot rang out from the farmhouse. The shot hit the first truck in the grill. There was a shattering sound that echoed across the stillness, nearly drowning out the sound of the shot. Everyone on our side brought our guns up, hoping to back the play of whoever was at the house. There were only eight of us on this side, a handful of deputies, me, Courtney, and Doc. The men on the other side all had hit the dirt when they heard the shot. The sound of fluid hitting the ground was the next thing I heard, and neon green fluid leaked out from the busted radiator of the first truck. Fucking sniper! a man from across the fence said, standing and brushing himself off. Curiously enough, he hadn't tried hiding his accent. Definitely a British accent mixed with something else. The other men stood as well, though none of them were raising their guns when they saw us ready for them. That's the man in charge back there, I said, hooking a thumb over my shoulder.
I let the carbine drop to my side on the sling and pulled the forty-five, racking the slide. Drop your guns. I walked toward Wright, who was standing next to the chains that kept the gate shut. Yeah, Wright, one of the two clean-cut but now slightly dirty men spat. We got rights. Besides, all we were doing was lying to me, I snapped coldly, raising the pistol so it was pointed in the man's face from a distance of a few feet, separated by the chain-link gate. Open it, I said to Wright. With one hand holding his gun, he managed to get the lock open. Be careful, he whispered, as I rolled it back a foot and stepped out. The men on the other side backed up until the man I had my forty-five trained on was standing in front of an inverted V-shape with the other men behind him. Who are you boys with? I asked, seeing heavy canvas tarps in the back three trucks' beds. We're just private citizens. We have the right not to be detained, and if you take away those rights— I shot him when I was standing about three feet away.